Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and of course, coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and Rebecca Prince. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We have a lot of stuff to update you on, and much of it is art-related, just like last episode was art, art, and more art. Well, you know, it has to do with our new (laughs) full-time art life that we're trying to live. Uh, Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) As if we're really doing that. That is the goal, though, I guess. We're we're working towards that. Right? That is the goal. Um, Well, one of the things we have to talk to them about that's not art-related is a new coffee we found. We did. So we went to PJ's Coffee again. Yeah, which is a coffee shop you've heard us talk about. Yeah. Um, and they had, a, they have a seasonal coffee that is about to go out of season, we yeah, think, the yeah. way they well, talk about Well, and I've been, it. yeah, I've been getting emails for several weeks saying, get it while it lasts, not going to be around forever. But it's called Honey Macadamia. Yes. And... It's just a like a flavored yeah. brewed coffee, you which can we buy. should say we're not real big fans of flavored coffee anymore. We used to be, but we we hardly ever buy flavored coffee anymore. We don't. But um, you wanted to try this one, and I you did. can try it other ways. Yeah. Um, we got what they call a velvet ice, which is their version of a blended beverage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we tried it that way, um, and it was really good. It was. And- you could really taste. Uh, the honey macadamia coffee in it. Yeah, but without it being overly sweet or too powerful. Yeah. Um, but it was. It's a really nice flavor. Then you found out um, they had it on brew that day. Right. And so you asked for a little sample of just the brewed coffee, so we could see what it's like without all the extras. Yes. Yeah. Before um, we bought it, because I was going to buy it, but when I saw they had it on brew, I'm like, oh, well, how about a sample first then? Yeah. So we really liked that. So we bought a. Is it a pound? I think uh, those, comes, these are pound bags. Yeah. For PJs, it is a pound. Um, so we bought a pound and took it, brought it home. And we've had it several ways. We we just brew it. Um, we've yeah. had it in lattes. Um, we've brewed it half strength with like another just unflavored uh, coffee. Yeah. Um, and all of them are delicious. Yeah, we love them all. Um, so we went back and bought another bag. Right. I convinced you we needed another bag. So Sunday we went back and bought another bag, which we still have over half of our other one. And we've given a little bit of it away. <laughs> yeah, we shared with a friend. Yeah. But um, anyways, so we recommend the Honey Macadamia Nut Coffee at PJ's. Yeah, it's really great. Well, and I was reading last night on the bag, so... Um, you know, they actually are use the hot air method of roasting their coffee. And you, I've never really heard about that. And so I, I Googled it, you know, and started reading about the hot air method. Yeah. Um, and most roasting companies, coffee companies, roast their beans with drum roast, yes. uh, a drum roaster. And that lets the chaff out of the coffee as it starts popping, um, lets that chaff stay in there, remain in there. And depending on what temperature they roast to, it can start... Uh, burning the chaff, which causes smoke inside the drum. The hot air method actually sucks all the chaff out while it's roasting. So it doesn't burn and cause a lot of smoke, which really um, affects the flavor of the coffee bean. Right. So it was, uh, it was really cool. And that makes sense while it, why it was so smooth. 
Yeah. Um, and that's what they say about the, the process. And I'm a little upset that we haven't tried more of PJ's coffee now. I mean, we, we like their Viennese, which is what I've always bought yeah. uh, through them. And so I'm really excited about trying some more of their stuff uh, versus uh, other sh- companies. I'm sure we will. <laughs> we definitely will. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's really good. So if you have a PJ's, PJ's is out of Louisiana, but they have franchises um, all over, specifically uh, the South and, uh, and Southeast, for sure. Yes. And probably more. And while we were there, we had beignets again. Uh, we did have beignets, yes. So. Because we did not get a funnel cake. A funnel cake at Arts Goggle. What is up, Arts Goggle? We're calling you out. No funnel cake vendors. <laughs> that is crazy. Robert was so in the mood. We 750 went- vendors and not one funnel cake vendor? Come on. Right? <laughs> he, he was in the mood because he bypassed it the week before at the Fort Worth. Main Street Art Festival, yeah. Main Street Art Festival, because I wasn't with him, and so he waited. I did. I was good. And then, and then we went to Arts Goggle. I was punished. And they didn't have it. <laughs> and but so then you took care of me by taking me to... We had beignets instead. Yeah. It worked. Beignets. And and we found a really good coffee. We did. So everything worked out in, in the end. So <laughs> I guess uh, Arts you Goggle... You have to let it go. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you pass this year, but next year... We need funnel cakes. We need funnel cakes there. So, <laughs> well, last night we went to your reception at the city of Frisco art in the atrium. Yes. That was very fun. Cool. So, um, I was super excited to get in this show. I'd been trying to get into it for a while and I finally got accepted and, but we had never been to the reception. And so we went, um, not knowing quite what to expect, Yeah, but it was really, really good. Um, the, the city, the mayor and uh, city council people, the city and council people, and the art board were all yeah in attendance. There was a lot of people from the city, and- which was nice. Um, it was open to the artists and their families. They yeah, got to which come. we didn't know at the time. We thought it was a public reception, but it ended up being a private reception for the artists, families, and friends. Yeah, and there was quite a few people there. There were quite a few. We ended up finding there was about seventy to eighty artists that were accepted into the show. Yes, uh, exhibition. Um, and it was so funny because we had gone with my parents and Hiromi when she came from Japan. Yes, um, and we were told there were five floors of art, <laughs> and we only went. Four floors. Yeah, we were like, there's not a fifth floor. Part of that's my fault. Um, But anyways, so we found the hidden fifth floor last night. So <laughs> we, we got to see more and art. Amazingly enough, you just get in the elevator and hit five and it takes you to the fifth floor. <laughs> right. Um, however, we did walk, go up the stairs to each floor instead of going up five and then walking down. Right. Which is what we and did so, last night. Yeah. Uh, um, But it worked out. Yeah. So we got to see um, some extra art. There were... We I don't know, 10 yeah. or 12 and that we've missed. The reception, I mean, you know, most receptions have food and refreshments and things like that, but man, their food was amazing. I wish we hadn't eaten dinner first. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, I acted like I didn't. I went back for a second plate before we left. So <laughs> They told us you have to eat it all because they didn't want, right. they had to yeah. take it somewhere else. And they yeah. were like, we don't want to take it. So eat so, it. A lot of appetizers and finger sandwiches from Market Street, actually, which is yeah. a grocery store here. And they had a Gouda bacon sandwich. I don't know if it's a Gouda spread like chicken salad or if it's just like a pimento cheese type of a thing. And the lady I talked to at the city who was in charge of dealing Food. with yeah. uh, Market Street uh, didn't know for sure either. So I have yet to look it up, but I'm going to. And I sure wish 
But I'm also kind of glad we do not have a Market Street near us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because the smoky, the bacon was just nice and smoky and creamy, rich Gouda cheese. It was really um, tasty. Like a dip, really kind, uh, kind yeah. of flavor So and texture. Right. It was good. Anyway, it was a fun event. So it was only an hour, though, which is a little weird. It was on Monday, which is weird, right? It was one right. hour, which was weird. Right. Um, but we got but it all done. Everybody was in attendance uh, from the city and the mayor. The mayor spoke just a little bit. And so I was really surprised at the support that turned out uh, yeah. for it. Yeah. And um, I got a coffee, a travel coffee cup. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. For it. So that was kind of nice, too. All the yeah. artists that got in the show got a little mug. Yeah, branded. Uh, yeah, a branded a mug. mug. It says uh, art in the atrium, but. I'm happy with that. <laughs> you said it It kind of felt like a little trophy. It kind of did. It kind of felt like a, my little reward for yeah. being in the show. Yeah. So. Well, and I guess we should update people on Hero's visit because you mentioned Hero. And one of the things she wanted to do was to go see your art, yeah. which we did. It actually opened up that week or the week before or whatever. But um, so that was a yeah. nice visit. First yeah. time I had met her. Yes, it was really nice. So um, we went and saw the art. We went and had Tex-Mex. Because she had missed it. Right. right. Uh, when she came and spent uh, the year with my family, we ate a lot of Tex-Mex. Right. Well, <laughs> even when I married into the family, we ate like once a week, it seemed like. We eat a lot of Tex-Mex. I grew up on Tex-Mex in Oklahoma. But um, <laughs> uh, so she was like, and you can't get it in Japan. When I went um, and spent the summer with her, we tried to go to a Mexican restaurant and. Oh my, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. So and she um, said that hasn't really changed. That hasn't changed. And yeah. so uh, we had that. That was delicious. We also took her to Hard Eight for barbecue. Hard Eight barbecue, yeah. Um, which she very much enjoyed. She did. She wanted some. She wanted some beef. She doesn't get a lot of beef in Japan. She said. Yeah, she says her family doesn't like it. Yeah. Um, I guess. Her um, eating habits are a little bit different because she spent so long in America. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you're, so, of course, your mom and dad was with us the whole time uh, Hiromi was here, which I think I just called her hero, which that's what y'all have called her our whole Always. marriage. Yeah. Um, but uh, your dad loved Heart Eight also. He did. And you could tell he was a little bit animated about it. Yeah. And he doesn't get animated about anything. He doesn't. <laughs> but he liked so, it. So we'll take him back. Charles, if you're listening, we're, yep, we noticed. That we'll you really you liked Heart Eight. We will take you back <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, well, yeah, that's great. Well, and j- just really just had a good time for me just getting to know her and, and learning a little bit more about the culture. And uh, y'all looked at a lot of photos. Um, we and did. just caught up. And really, um, it seemed like a really easy relationship. It was. It's funny, though, the photo thing, because photos, now you just you just share them on your phone. You send them in through right. email and all these things. But Back then, they were film photos. Yeah. So we took them and we got them um, developed, developed and stuff. But she didn't have them. Like, right. It was it was kind of a one copy thing, and so she didn't have them. So she was taking pictures of our photos. So yeah. she would have them. <laughs> so she would have some um, from her when she lived with you guys. Well, even even before that. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. So it was that, so. it was kind of kind of funny to think about how. Um, photo taking photos and sharing photos is so much different than it right. was 30 years ago. 30, right. <laughs> um, well, and she brought us a gift. Actually, she brought several gifts, but one of the gifts she brought us was a new coffee filter. Yes. Which really it was, it's a pour over filter. Yes. Um, ceramics. And it's made in Japan. 
Um, but I couldn't, so I am a ceramic artist, right? And so I can, I cannot figure out how that thing works, but I was just reading about it and it actually has, um, lots of tiny pores in this ceramic. You can, if you hold it up to a light, you can't see through it. You can't see where the pores are, Right. but it has so many pores that it, uh, filters the coffee. And honestly, I feel like it enhances the coffee and what I read a few moments ago actually makes me think that even more because they say you can also use it to filter your water. Oh. Yeah. And so th- those tiny pores filter it so well that you can use it to filter water as well as your tea, your coffee, yeah, uh, things like that. I so. don't know. It's um, it's not very big, so it only makes one cup at a time. Yeah. One is, six ounce cup, we should say. <laughs> yeah. Which is not enough for our morning coffee. It's not. Um, but we want to get some decaf and start drinking it in the evenings because uh, it talks about how um, it makes it where you can drink black coffee. Like it. Yeah. And it, w- I did have some black coffee with it the first time we used it. And it was much better than like black coffee through our regular coffee, regular just coffee pots. Um, so I'm excited to, to maybe drink some black coffee because we don't. Mm-hmm. We drink cream and sugar in ours. Yeah. And I want to cut some of that down. Yes, I do too. Um, a, because I just want to be a, a more authentic coffee drinker <laughs> because we talk about it so much. It feels like we're fakes when we put cream and sugar in it. Yeah. Well, I want to <laughs> cut down the calorie count. I know. That's why you want to do it. So I just want to be less fake, I guess. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not that it's fake, but if you drink cream and sugar in your coffee, that's okay. We you're agree. In, you're in good company. <laughs> or maybe we're in good company, but either way. Um, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of good stuff. We actually have quite a bit of stuff coming up. Um, yes. So we have actually been preparing quite a bit the last week. Or a little over, maybe. Yeah. For uh, Visual Artist Showcase through Art House Dallas, it's coming up May twelfth. Yeah. So um, we applied about a month ago, I guess. Actually, I think it was like, well, I don't know. Several, but anyways, several um, weeks ago for so sure. we applied. So, so what the Visual Artist Showcase is is um, an evening of artist talks, Pechacucha style, right? Which is a five. Well, ours. I think that's usually seven minutes, but ours is a five-minute artist talk. Right. And your slides automatically advance as you talk. So it keeps you on track and it keeps the pace going. Yeah. Well, not even as you talk. They auto-advance and you either keep talking and stay with them or it just you doesn't don't. make sense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no choice. But um, so they they had an open call yeah. and for you to apply to be one of the, the presenters. Right. And we both applied. And we didn't know if we wanted to apply separately and each give a talk or if they would allow us to give a talk together so right. that we could kind of talk about my art and your art and then where we are as together, um, yeah. a collaborative couple doing art. Right. Um, and then we decided through the process that we that was too complicated. It would have been really hard to do that combined. So um, we each applied separately and we're each yeah. giving a separate talk. Yeah, we each were accepted and invited in yeah. to be one of the presenters, which um, for me, uh, I'm very surprised I was accepted in as one of the presenters. Um, I'm super uh, excited about it. Yeah. And so um, we had we had to write our talk. Right. Um, and then we also had to come up with slides yeah, to go with it. Yeah, we had to create it. our and presentation. Believe it or not, that's really hard. 
<laughs> Your talk came to you really quickly. You had to tweak it uh, several times, but not much, honestly, yeah. uh, in the overall scheme of things. Uh, but you had a lot of problems with the slides, which I had a decent problem with the slides too, except I knew where I wanted the slides to go and how the transitions would look yeah. between the slides. I just didn't know exactly what I wanted on each slide. And uh, of course, my talk took a whole lot longer. And thank you for helping. You're welcome. So I'm I'm super excited uh, about the evening. I am too. And if you're interested and want to join, yeah. um, you can uh, get your ticket. It's free to go, but you can get your ticket to um, attend. At arthousedallas.com. Yep. We'll put the links in the show notes, of course. But yeah, we'd love to see you May 12th. Uh, the evening starts at 630 with uh, drinks and hors d'oeuvres. And the presentations kick off at seven. So it'll be about two and a half hour event, probably. And we'd love to see you there. It's actually at All Saints Dallas, which is a church down in uh, downtown Dallas, uh, near downtown Dallas. Uh, But yeah, May 12th, Thursday, 630 p.m. com. You can pick up your tickets. We would love to see you there. Come out and support us. There's a total, we should say, there's a total of 17 artists uh, doing these talks. And they will be back to back. So they say... They're not even allowing time for applause and everything like that. So maybe a 20 or 30 second transition into the next artist. Um, and then another five minute talk. And we, we say five minutes. That's the maximum time each artist has talked. Uh, we'll talk. Right. But um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. We went to the one before COVID. Um, we really enjoyed it. It was probably one of our favorite events. We did not present. We just uh, sat and listened. Right. But it's, it was we a learned event. a lot of. Yeah. about all the different artists and we um, built relationships with them over the years. Yeah. The because last it's time really they... a story style presentation. Yeah. The last time they had it was in 2018. Yeah. Okay. So it was well before COVID, but still. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a great way to, to find out about artists and um, just connect with them also just on a personal level. Yeah. Um, so we'd love to see you out. Support us and other artists. Um, and another event, actually, that we want to tell you about is uh, Origin, and that's also through Art House Dallas. So Origin is uh, kind of the um, spiritual formation series that Art House Dallas does every year. And it's really one of the first places we got to connect with other people. I mean, we went to a couple of events prior to Origin, uh, but Origin um, at that point was held once a month over the course of four or five months in person. And uh, they, Art House Dallas develops readers that you go through and read a, a piece. Um, there's also a poem and usually a visual artist uh, piece, uh, or I should say a piece of visual art right. <laughs> uh, that you uh, reflect over. Um, but then they had table discussions around the group. So that's really where we connected to a lot of people that first summer. Right. Um, this year, they're doing it a little bit different. Um, they've yeah. done it two years online as a virtual event yeah, because of the pandemic of course um and it's been okay but um they're trying something completely different this time yeah where they're going to um have both online or in-person groups yeah and you can kind of choose which one you want but there's a kickoff event on may 19th yeah um where you can pick up your reader and hear the speaker for the initial uh, presentation and then pick the which cohort group you want to be involved in right yeah yeah in fact there's even a, a form online that people can fill out uh in order to to do their cohort do they want to be virtual do they want to be in person and so uh yeah we would love to invite you to that 
Origin is one of the best events throughout the year. And it is a series of events, of course. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this new way of doing it. We're hosting a cohort ourselves here in Irving, and we've decided to do it every two weeks. Yeah. And, and we're so gonna... it'll be, what, five weeks we decided is what ours will run. I mean, five meetings, I mean. Right. So 10 weeks. We're wanting to do mon- uh, Wednesday mornings. Yeah, we're going to do Wednesday mornings. Actually, uh, we're going to be meeting at PJ's. At PJ's Coffee. <laughs> here in Grand Prairie. So uh, if you're a local, we would love to invite you to uh, Origin on May 19th for the kickoff event. And then that following Wednesday, I believe it's the 25th, is when we're going to be start uh, meeting. meeting with our cohort. Um, on Wednesday mornings. And so we'd love to invite you to that. And you can have all the PJ's coffee you want, uh, at least over, you know, those five meetings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not buying it for you, by the way. I should clarify that. <laughs> but you can try the beignets and you can try the coffee and whatever all you like. All the things. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. So we'd love to invite you to that and participate in Origin. Um, it's it's just a great event. I always really enjoy it. This year's theme is a, is uh, on, on patience. patience. <laughs> well, that was a good timing. Mm-hmm. Um, so really looking forward to it. You can check out, of course, more information about origin, uh, and the theme uh, again at art house Dallas. This feels like an art house Dallas episode almost now. Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what else? I think, I think that's probably enough. Uh, Probably. So (laughs) talked about coffee and art and we finished with art house Dallas. (laughs) So yeah, I guess that is it. Wow. Well, thank you so much again for uh, joining us for this episode of Coffee Time Conversations. And we will talk with you again soon. Bye. <laughs>